here so we don't get fined. My name is David. My name is Thomas. And we're back with another episode a couple days late. It's been a very busy week. It's been a weird week. But uh, here we are. Back like we never left. Still going to have three. Yep. One today, one tomorrow, and one Friday. So. Today's one. So just three days in a row. Pod. Pod, pod, pod. pod. Boom, boom, boom. So still going to have three. Hope you're Um, caught up on all your other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. So, hello. We're back. And it is the Monday pod, even though it's Wednesday. Yes. Which means... It's time for hockey talk. It's time to finish up our hockey conversation. I tried something new last week, okay, in regards to the hockey talk. It did not go well. (laughs) Uh, You know, I thought that I was... I was told that the original way wasn't doing well, so I tried to change it. But then I found out that the original way was a lot better. Yeah. So we're going back to the original way. <clears throat> Last week's pod was uh, was called "quote the worst podcast we've ever put out." Yeah. Yeah. That, End that quote. Stung. That stung a little bit. <laughs> right in the ego. Uh, but we're back. You know, after an emotional break. Uh, it makes sense. For the record. I mean, yeah, but... Like, you were talking about how good it is to have so-and-so on the fourth line... I mean, listen. ...of the Calgary Flames. Role players make or break Stanley Cup runs, bro. But nobody cares. Well, that's rude. Not nobody, but nobody listens to our podcast cares. That's rude. You don't know. One of those fourth liners could be a, a loyal listener. Listen, I care, and that guy probably cares. But the vast majority of our audience does not... Well, what about, what if his mom listens? Who? Like our fourth liners. Okay, what about her? That, that'd be someone who cared. Doesn't change what I said. Touche. I said the vast majority. What if all of our listeners were that fourth liners family? <laughs> you just I feel dissed, like we'd have a lot more. You just dissed our entire fan base. Then I feel like we'd have a lot more. I'm not dissing anyone. Again, I liked it. I learned stuff. I thought it was good. But for people who don't know anything about hockey, they don't care about fourth liners. Well, regardless, we're going back to the old way. Yeah, we are. Uh, and it's the final division. So, like, if this is just an episode that you hate, good news is it's uh, it's 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 almost over. We will continue. Excuse me. We will continue to talk about hockey. But it will be significantly better. Well, significantly Uh, is. It will not be in this kind of format. This has been a off-season summation. Yeah. And so a lot of info. In the future, it'll be a lot better. We're going to be talking about big hits, dirty dangles, beautiful goals. Introducing a new segment. Yeah, there we go. But before we get to all that, we got to get through this. Yeah, we do. Drum roll, please. I did that in the wrong order. You have no that's okay. rhythm. You're like... How loud is that on the thing? Uh, not terribly. Oh, that's good. It's a lot louder than yours. Oh, really? Mine yeah. wasn't loud? Do I no. need to go louder? No. No, okay. Uh, Anaheim, the dumpster fire F. of... What do you mean F? I it's Anaheim. Just because they suck, that doesn't mean that they have an F. They could have had a really good off season. We have a phrase for Anaheim, okay? Just because Corey Perry's not on Anaheim anymore doesn't change my phrase. I love Anaheim. 
screwing on. Uh, anyways. I love Trevor Zegras. Their big three moves was the locking down of the next generation of Anaheim players. And who I mean by that is Troy Terry, Jamie Drysdale, and Trevor Zegras. They actually got Drysdale to a pretty cheap contract, which makes sense compared to the uh, longer-term deals that have been coming out. But I think he kind of got gypped a little bit. Uh, I mean, we saw Anderson get paid 8 mil for eight years. We saw uh, Owen Power get paid 8 times 8, 365 or whatever. And we saw Darlene get paid like 11 a year or something like something that. Something crazy like that. Something yeah. ridiculous. And I... I think Drysdale has looked, I don't want to say better than any of those players, but his floor is significantly lower. Like, we've seen both edges of the sword, uh, except for Owen Power, but that's because he's only been in the league for a couple years. Uh, Very recent first overall pick. Uh, But they lose Max Comtois and Kevin Shattenkirk. Uh, those are role players that don't really fit into what this team is trying to do at all, so I don't think those are going to be super missed. And they brought in Alex Killorn and Radko Gudis, which, again, are better role players that are a little older, but I think older than Zegris and yeah. that new core. Younger than Shattenkirk, obviously. But I think that will be more of a bridge into when they are reaching the playoffs again. So I don't think they're close yet. But I, I'd give them a B, especially since they kept Zegris, Drysdale, and Troy Terry. F. F. Just, be, just because of personal yep. person, personal feelings. Listen, there's a, there's a phrase. It, it's blank the ducks. I'll give uh, you a hint. The first word rhymes with the third word. And that will forever be my mentality towards the Anaheim Ducks. Okay, fair enough. Next up, Calgary. Dude, can we talk? Like, Calgary has had such a fall from grace the last two years. They went from a Stanley Cup contender that every team felt like, or every fan kind of felt like was just one piece away every year. They've had a mass exodus of their two star players in Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk a couple seasons ago. And now their current core, it seems like all of them want to be traded except for Elias Lindholm who I believe re-signed. Um, but they have a lot of players with similar names, so things get scrambled up. Uh, they didn't really bring in much this year. They brought in Igor Sher- Sheraganovich and Jordan Ostori. Yeah, that's the pronunciation I'm going with. Say that again? Ostori. Ah. That's, yeah. That guy. Yeah. Uh, what I know about... Jordan was that he was a very promising defenseman in Edmonton, but it just never took off. Why, why are you laughing? Just, nine times out of ten, when we're talking about athletes, That's you call them name. by their last name, yeah. right? Yeah. And I could tell you started to do that. You went, "Well, I know about Jordan." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I could tell you started to, but like I can't do it. I what, what I know about him was he looked like he was going to be kind of a diamond in who? the rough coming. Man, you know who. Oh. Jordan. <laughs> Jordan O. Uh, he looked Jordan like he was going to be. What? Is it Calgary now? Jordan Tutu? No. What is Jordan Tutu? You, well, you said Jordan, so I had to guess. Jordan Tutu never played for Calgary. Well, you said Jordan, so I thought maybe he made a comeback. 
of all the Jordans. I need the last name, man. Man, you don't need the last name. I do. Otherwise, I'm just going to have two two in my head. Olsol. Oh, that one. Olsi. Gotcha. Olsi. Gotcha. Uh, he looked like he was going to be a diamond in the rough, kind of like uh, free money, basically, yeah. when he came into Edmonton. But uh, Edmonton is so starved of defensive talent, or at least they were, that one diamond in the rough and one solid guy is not going to be enough to really nurture the development of a whole core. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, but they lose Trevor Lewis, Milan Lucic, Nick Ritchie. They trade Tyler to Tyler Tyler Toffoli to the Devils. They lose Troy Stetcher. Uh, I think this signifies the beginning of what is likely to be a rebuild for Calgary. Yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily, like, I don't want to penalize them too hard because I always say that if you if you feel that the core is not right, lean into it. Don't fight it. Uh, and while they didn't really bring in anyone, they've cleared up a number of roster spots for rookies to crack the lineup. They avoided adding any long-term commitments that are big money that tend to hamper, not hamper, that tend to uh, enlarge and lengthen and lengthen. That's the word I'm going with, and lengthen. I don't and, know that that is a word. Well, it is now. Do you know and what I lengthen? mean? I think you just mean lengthen. Lengthen. Yeah, that works too. They're synonyms. Synonym is a word that has a similar meaning. No, synonym is what you put on uh, those little rolls. What you're thinking about is cinnamon. All right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, lengthen rebuilding. Uh, that's it happened in Buffalo. Delaying with, the inevitable, if you will. That's a that's that's the right word. Yeah, that's a good phrase. I like that. I'm gonna take that to my little <laughs> vocabulary. Uh, so while they lost a lot more than they got. The score gives them a D plus. Honestly, I give them a, a C. I was thinking D. I like. I get like. For me, you. Uh, for me, you get a C instead of a D because like while you lost a lot of players, you didn't try to like overreact by bringing in a an overpaying for a mediocre free agent. You know what I mean? I think you and I are approaching this differently. Okay. I am assuming. That every one of these teams is where they are. Okay. So, if I'm looking at a team like Arizona, Mm -hmm. who's very clearly in the middle of a rebuild, Mm -hmm. I'm judging them based off of how well they did to improve that rebuild. Okay. If I'm looking at the New York Rangers... It's obvious that they are trying to win a Stanley Cup. Right. So I'm looking at how well they did in the offseason at potentially going to seek a Stanley Cup. Right. So when it comes to Calgary, if this was next year, I think I would judge them from a rebuilding point. But I don't think they're there yet. And so I, I give them a D because they didn't do enough to maintain relevancy. But I also don't think they're quite in their rebuild. It's like they're setting up for a rebuild almost. They're not there yet, but they're setting up for it. Here's my perception of the Flames. Uh, They they lose Goudreau and Tuchuk, right? I think bringing in Kadri and some of the moves they made last summer, the same summer that they lost those players, I think that was them trying to keep the momentum going. Yeah. 
but I think they overpaid on some wrong players. Yeah. And I, so I think I'm looking at it as a where do I think that your team is going to be in five years? Do I think like the moves you made this offseason or the lack of moves, will that set you up better? That, so that's where I'm looking at these uh, summaries. Yes, we are certainly – I'm looking at this as a season-by-season season basis, not a five-years-down-the-road basis. I'm just – man, I just I, – that's how I think about hockey, you yeah. know? Because it's so different than football. like, And that's why you haven't correctly picked the Stanley Cup champion in like 10 years. Okay. When, when was the last time you correctly picked the Stanley Cup champion? Touche. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, but you claim to know a lot about hockey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold so. on, hold on, hold on. I got Tampa at least once. Mm. I got Tampa at least mm. once. And I got Pittsburgh mm. against San Jose. Don't come at me like that. Don't come at me like that. I also had... I'm not talking predicting, like, going into the Stanley Cup. I'm talking going into the season. Oh, well, that... Okay, come on now. Let's be realistic. I got the Super Bowl pick right last year. That's because there's one pick. I've also picked the same team to win the Super Bowl for, like, four years in a row. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> beginning it's like of when every Brady season. was on the and Patriots. you know what? I've been right twice. When Brady's on the Patriots, you got to win the Super Bowl. Patriots. Peyton Manning. No, no, but what I'm saying is if you pick the Patriots... Like, you're going to seem like a god, but really, there's just... There, like, Tom Brady is different. Anyways, we're not talking about football. We're talking about hockey. Or... Or... We could just forget the rest of it and talk about hockey. Or football. No? Okay, keep going. That's rude. We talk about football a lot. This is my I don't, episode. I don't think we talk about football enough. Are you, are you done? There are podcasts, Thomas. Yeah. That talk about football. There are. Five days a week. Yeah. 52 weeks a year. Mm-hmm. I think those saying. podcasts have a little bit more resources than we do. I'm just saying, there's no such thing as too much football. I mean, I guess what you're saying, like, I, I agree with what you're That's saying. That's all I'm saying. But we can't have a five-day five episode. Five. I'm not saying five days a week. That'd be egregious. I'm not saying five days a week. Okay, are you sure? I'm just saying, if we continued to talk a little bit about football on Mondays. Not a lot, not the whole episode, but added a little bit in, it wouldn't be too much football. I'm not saying that. I was just trying to segue back. For instance, okay, I, I, this is probably an off-pod conversation. Okay. I'm going to have it right now. Okay. Our new segment. I'm concerned. Oh. Our oh, new oh. segment. I think when we do it, we should do it for both hockey and football. Hockey and football? Yeah. But... I mean, I, I hear you. So we do it on the Monday episode, but we do it for both hockey and football. Okay. What? Nothing, dude. It's not hockey specific. No, I. yeah, you're right. Okay. We can talk about it later. I just I just wasn't expecting I like a, I just, paused I right just wasn't expecting the like, hey, dude, what if we started doing this on the podcast? You just could have been like... Yeah, man, we'll talk about it. And then moved on. Oh, it just you, caught you me got all awkward. It just, it just caught me a little off you guard. You got all awkward. It's like an attractive woman walked in the room. I, I mean, listen, it just caught me off guard, okay? You know? I just wasn't ready. I was I, I was thinking that you were just going to explain the segment, and then you're like, boom, football, too. And I was like, whoa. No, I'm not going to explain the segment. I want it to be a surprise. Okay, a surprise. Yeah. So uh, start the surprise next Monday's episode. Yeah. Boom. 
Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Beautiful cover girl. That's a phrase, right, Oreo? <laughs> Easy peasy lemon squeezy is a phrase. Yeah. I don't know where you added the cover girl part. That's Maybelline. Uh, yeah, isn't that Maybelline's thing? Easy Maybe breezy, it's Maybelline. Lemon squeezy. Beautiful no. Cover girl. No. Where did you get that? I thought that the, that was the thing. Like, you make a... Like, they're... What is it? Makeup? Maybelline does sell makeup. Okay, yeah. I, I thought that they were saying that their makeup was, like, easy. You know? Easy breezy, lemon <laughs> squeezy. It's easy peasy, not easy breezy. Same difference. <laughs> oh, man. What? Does that not make sense? No. They should hire me for marketing. I don't know about that. Why not? I'd make a great marketer. I think we all... I think they'll listen to this podcast and go, whew. Can't hire that guy. I think they'd listen to this podcast and be like, oh my god, this guy is a genius. And then they'd hear me talk about their company and they'd be like, oh my god, he's even bigger genius than we thought. He doesn't even know what makeup is. Let's hire him. Did you see what what I did there? Because, like, oh, he's a genius because of my hockey talk. And then, oh my god, he's a super genius because of my marketing. I don't know how many people who are making the marketing hiring decisions at maybelline new york are interested in your uh in hockey i should say I mean, you don't know that the rangers are pretty good new york rangers it's not about where the company is thomas it's mm-hmm. about the people who work for the company are you assuming i'm not assuming people anything who work for a makeup I company, am assuming actually are not interested in sports. It's 2023. That's kind of messed up, dude. I the majority of people I know, okay, who are heavily invested in makeup, okay, are not into things like sports. Whoa, David. There's nothing wrong with being heavily Whoa. invested in makeup. That's Whoa. not what I'm saying. I'm saying most of them that I know don't Whoa. care about sports. You they are... might enjoy watching, but they don't care about. The nitty gritty, they're not going to seek out a sports podcast. You don't know that. Unless their best friends host one. I'm just saying, dude, I think you're going to get us canceled there. Not sure that I'm the one that's going to get us canceled, buddy. How, name one thing I would have done, I've done that would, has gotten us nearly canceled. Snow Mexicans. That was funny. I agree. Man, I, I asked a couple uh, at work if that was an offensive term. And they said no, but they felt like they should be offended. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Thomas. It itself is not inherently offensive but they or racist, it. but it sounds racist. So there's nothing wrong with it. People will cancel you for anything, buddy. Okay, they haven't canceled, anything. They haven't canceled the word black in Spanish. What? The word the the word black in Spanish. They haven't canceled that. Yeah. They have. No, they have not. But that's because it's a foreign word. Just saying. It sounds inappropriate. But the word that you're saying it sounds like was invented in America. So they're not going to cancel a foreign language's word for a word that was created in a different country. Tell that to Latin. What's been canceled about Latin? Latin. People just stopped speaking it. It didn't get canceled. It got canceled in the most literal sense. You gonna look at? You gonna tell me I'm wrong? 
Calgary gets a D. Let's move on. Boy, you, I thought you wanted to talk about things. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Edmonton. <laughs> Your brain, man. Your brain must be... A, I, if I could be... Give me access to Miss Frizzle's Magic School Bus. Mm-hmm. Let me shrink down and just swim in your brain. Yeah. Let me talk to Osmosis Jones of your brain. Let me see what goes on down there. Because it sounds like... I bet the creative thinking part of your brain is just massive. Why do you say and that? And they're just coming with all sorts of crap. You know, it's funny because I would not describe myself <clears throat> as very creative. Personally. Uh, I... I would with some of the crap you come up with. I, well, Creativity I, expresses itself in a lot of different ways. It's not just artistic or uh, even like coming up with segments for the pod, which you are very good at. Um, it can it can like just one comedy. Comedy is a form of creativity, and you are one of the quickest, funniest, like just whippiest dudes. That's ironic. Like you have the the quick quick wit. Uh, that takes quick. creativity, and it is ironic because you're not fast. I get it. Ha, 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 you have messed up legs. Everyone gets it. It's a, I can't make jokes, bro. Come on now, bro. Chris's no. joke on the phone My today mom would freak out. <laughs> I'm you not can, gonna say it. You cannot. I'm not gonna say it. I'm just saying it made me lose my mind. <laughs> Edmonton. <laughs> Are you serious right now? Okay, like it was funny, but it wasn't. It wasn't that funny. It was so funny, dude. Uh, I'll send it in the group messages, and we'll see if it was funny. Okay, okay. Edmonton, they bring in Connor Brown, Lane Pedersen. Not nothing, nothing going on there. Connor Brown's good. He's a uh, definitely going to help fill. The, I'd say so. They lose. Kyler Yamamoto, Ryan Murray, Nick Bukestad, Tyler Benson, Clem Costin. I think Clem Costin and Kyler Yamamoto, those are going to hurt. Those are high-quality wingers that are not expensive. While Connor Brown is more expensive, he is also better than the two of them put together. So I think that could give Edmonton a scoring boost, but I give them, a, I give them an F. Here's the deal. What? Edmonton has Connor McDavid. Yeah. No, they do. I can't give them anything. As long as he's on that roster, mm-hmm. they have enough to go to the playoffs and have a shot at the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So I can't give them anything less than a C. That's fair. I understand. The score gives them a B. Let I do explain. agree. They didn't do a lot. They didn't do enough. No, no, let me explain. But when you have Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and they're playing out of their freaking minds like they do every single year. Yeah. I can't give them anything less than a C. Let me explain. Now, when you, when you if we ever do this again, hopefully not, and you tell me they got rid of one of those guys, that'll deduct some points. Okay, okay. I hear you, I hear you. Let me explain. Connor McDavid had a point total last year. That was unlike anything we've seen in recent history. Yeah. That, you would say that's accurate? Yeah. Uh, the Connor McDavid-Leon Dreisaitl one-two punch is probably one of the most lethal one-two punches we've seen in recent NHL history. Correct. Would you agree with that? Correct. Yeah. Uh, they have, they, regardless of who's on their wing, 
they seem to put up triple digit points and score goals at will. Mm-hmm. Right? You would mm-hmm. agree with that? Uh, their one shortcoming, though, is defense and goalie. Mm-hmm. Two shortcomings. I was about to say, that's not one, buddy. Um, and Very they, quick with the comedic comebacks. Not good at math. I'm great at math. Hmm. Um, Interesting. They made their offense better. That is what yep. they did this offseason. Correct. They made their offense better. They didn't sign. They didn't sign another. They didn't sign a defenseman. They let go of a defenseman. They re-signed Evan Bouchard, but that's you know, that's one guy. Uh, and they don't have any defensive rookies who are expected to make the lineup. So theoretically, their defense got worse, and it was already really bad. And it's just like we have to talk about wasting careers, okay? Do you know what they have done the majority of seasons Connor McDavid has been in the league? They've made the playoffs. Made the playoffs and had a chance to win the Stanley Yeah. They've made the playoffs. Wayne Gretzky was in the league for 20 years, won four cups. Yeah, and all of them were, I'm pretty sure, in quick succession with the Oilers. They were not all with the Oilers. They all were with the Oilers. They were not all with the Oilers. You're right, three with the Oilers, one with the Rangers. Whatever. The point of the matter is... What? Hold on, let me just soak this in. I just got a hockey fact right. This is payback. That Thomas did not. This is payback. Let me just... I got to bask in this. Sorry. This doesn't happen. Ever. So, uh, when it does, I got to... Oh, man. Feels good. Feels right. I know more about hockey than you. All right, I'm done. I'm done basking. Oh, oh, buddy. What? Oh, buddy. What? They were all with the Oilers. They were not. Uh, 83, 84, 84, 85, 86, 87, 87, 88. All with the Oilers. Boom! You are wrong. What do you mean I'm wrong? I'm about to look it up and show you you're wrong. Okay, anyways, I'm going to start talking about why Edmonton is being charged or should be charged with crimes against hockey. Okay, because, yes, they've made the playoffs every year, but if they had to just focused or addressed the glaring needs on this roster once, I think they would have made a Stanley Cup final by now. I think we would have been talking about McDavid and the Con Smythe conversation. Like, it's just... It's painful, okay? Like, you can talk... Like, I've seen a lot of people talking about how the Steelers are wasting T.J. Watt's career, and for a moment I had to be like, dang, they might be on to something there. But at least they're trying, you know? Yeah. At least they're. At least it feels like they're trying. With Edmonton, it feels like they, they know what the cracks are. Everyone knows what the cracks are. Everyone knows where the holes are on the boat. But instead of plugging them, they're just shoveling water over the board, over the side. Like, it's just ridiculous. They have... All the things they need to fix the problem. And they're just not. And they just don't. And it's so infuriating. So until they add a high-quality goalie or a high-quality defenseman, their perma-grade is an F. As long as they have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and are going to the cup or are going to the playoffs with a chance to make the cup, their minimum grade is a C. Uh, Yeah, because they were lucky enough to win the lottery four out of five years. They on like, I, I'm sorry. Like having McDavid, like that wasn't that wasn't anything they did. That was all him. But I digress. I digress. Uh, 
Yes. You should. Don't you want to come at me? Don't come at me. A little bit. I'm I'm a little I'm more. Tired charged. of the disrespect towards Connor McDavid. Have you found how many cups Gretzky won in Edmonton? I, this is no, because they have a ridiculous way of keeping these things. I just typed in how many Stanley Cups did Wayne Gretzky win and with who. But uh, the L.A. Kings, they had a pretty serious offseason. Uh, they bring in Pierre-Luc Dubois after a massive trade with Winnipeg that we talked about uh, last episode when we were talking about Winnipeg. They signed Trevor Lawrence to a one-year... Not Trevor Lawrence, that's a quarterback. Trevor Lewis to a one-year $775,000 contract. Uh, Cam Talbot, David Riddick, Andreas Englund. Uh, this is a team that's looking to make a jump into probably the second spot in the division, I'd say. I told you they were all for Edmonton. You're right, dude. I don't know what I was thinking. Gotta listen to me more often. I really do, dude. Uh, but for a team that's making these moves, some of the other moves don't... I'm sorry. Who are we talking about now? The Kings. F. Why? I don't like the Kings. What? We'll get into it. Okay. Uh, they said goodbye to Iafalo and Villar. Jesus, Thomas, figure it out. Gabe Viraldi uh, in that trade to Winnipeg. They also said goodbye to Sean Dersey, Alex Edler, Sean Walker, which are three defensemen that I would think that a team trying to make the playoffs would love to have. Uh, at least, like, not. I'd say both Sean Walker and Sean Dersey are bottom tier second line players, but. Would be really great on the third line. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> uh, they also said goodbye to Cal Pedersen, which is Peterson, not Pedersen, Peterson, who is a top-tier backup goaltender, in my opinion. And for a team that wants to make that push into contender conversation, you need insurance in case of injury. And I think Peterson would have been great, a great piece to keep. Uh, but they've got Anzi Kopitar coming back, and that's going to be enough to kind of hopefully give this young core some guidance into how to navigate along. Isn't he 74 years old? I think he's like 38, but he's still pretty good. That's crazy. Uh, he's probably still going to be their first, his, yeah, the first line center as some of these younger players start you know, to adapt. Because uh, I think L.A. probably has one of the more exciting center prospect cores in the league. Uh, and we're going to see a little bit of that this year. Alex Turcotte is expected to crack the lineup, as well as Brant Clark, who's supposed to be a very electric defenseman. So this team might uh, have kind of like what happened with the Dolphins, where like all the pieces seem to just click in, and it worked. Yeah. And then it worked really well. Yeah. I see that same storm kind of brewing in L.A. So I give them a B. I don't like... L.A. Yeah. But I don't hate them as much as the Ducks or the Blackhawks. So I'll give it a C because it does feel like they got worse. Maybe it all works out. Yeah. Because, like, not all the moves they made were bad. Yeah, but there were some that but were But there were confusing. some very questionable moves. So I, I'm going to stick with a C. Um, I'm, I don't like the Kings. I hope they fail. But I think they'll have a decent season. It's confusing in the same sense as, like, Detroit being like, yeah, we're rebuilding. And then acquiring Alex DeBrincat. You know what I mean? Like Detroit's been rebuilding for 17 years. No, they have. But it's like some things you do point one direction, but then some things you do point the exact opposite direction. 
But I feel like with Detroit, I feel like it's kind of trying to jump on things as they appear and hope it works out. But for LA, I don't know. I almost feel like there's some kind of plan at play here. Yeah. And it makes me excited. Every time forward. the Red Wings get mentioned, I just think of the greatest hockey play I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, Pavel? Pavel Datsuk. Literally goal to goal. Yeah. Dancing through defenders and fleecing a goalie and getting the puck in the back of the net. Yeah. I mean, still to this day, there. I think there have been more like shots that were more technically pretty, more uh, moves, more hits, whatever, mm-hmm. that you could put above, like, whatever. But all of it together, the fact that he started with the puck on his stick 10 feet behind... Yeah. The blue line and skated through five dudes yeah. to then put the, like, I'll never forget watching that. No, I hear you, dude. It's playing in my brain right now. I hear you. Pavel Datsuk was so good. Uh, Yeah. It's a shame he left the NHL when he did to go play in Russia, but also Stupid I get it. Stupid Russia. I get it. They, they threw a bag at him. Uh, but moving on to San Jose, the Sharks. They're very bad. I understand. Yeah. Who plays in San Jose? <laughs> that wasn't for you. That was for them. You don't know that they know. That's fair. Uh, Seattle, not Seattle, what? San Jose is in a very, very tough spot as a franchise. It got better. They were able to unload Eric Carlson, notably to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, that's one of those... Contracts that kind of alluded to earlier when talking about Calgary, a big swing that just holds your team back because you can't make moves. Uh, highest paid defenseman in the league now plays in Pittsburgh. Uh, they got a couple pieces back, some players, Mikel Granlin, that sort of thing. A first round pick, I believe a second round pick. It was a weird three team trade where the third team to take part of Carlson's contract got like a lot more than you would expect. Yeah. Uh, but they brought in Anthony Duclair, they brought in Mike Hoffman, they brought in Philip Zadina, uh, they brought in Mackenzie Blackwood, some troubled players, some rental players. This looks like it to be a off-season summary that I would expect from a team that's expecting to flip a lot of these guys at the deadline. Uh, guys who would normally play on like a third line with any team that's looking to make the playoffs, but they'll get those elevated minutes in San Jose. And hopefully get some increase in value, at least short term. Turn a fourth into a third, that kind of thing. Uh, But they didn't really lose anyone significant outside of Eric Carlson. Uh, James Reimer signed in Detroit, but I don't think that's changed. I don't think James Reimer is changing the trajectory of this team. I don't think he's even winning them a, a win extra. And it's nothing against him, but the team is just so bad. Yeah. They're heading in a direction. They still have very tradable pieces like uh, Thomas Hurdle, Logan Couture, Kevin LeBlanc. I just don't know what these moves are going to look like. And I'm kind of nervous that, like last time I was talking about L.A. having a plan. I don't think there is a plan in San Jose. Yeah. And that should concern you. Uh, Because they went all in when they brought in Eric Carlson. They had just made the Stanley Cup final within a couple years. Uh, Eric Carlson was up on the trade block. They were looking to get back. They paired him with Brent Burns. They swung big, and it just Eric Carlson got to San Jose and just sucked. And then the whole team just sucked. 
It was like him being a whiff just sucked all the life out of that team. And so. then he got great, and they got a decent return for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, it was looking like, you're like bro, you're going to have to give up like two first-round picks to get that contract off yeah. your team, and you're not going to get anything back. Because the NHL makes those trades, which are very fun. Yeah. I agree, man. This is weird. Um, I really feel like... It's like a D. Yeah. Like, I, I don't... Like, it... It seem it almost seems like they made moves to make their team better. Yeah. But then also they can't be good. Yeah. Like I think so it's counterintuitive and yeah, I don't I, I got a D. I think uh we can't grade this team's off season until March. And what I mean by that is I think at least three of these pieces probably get traded. And depending on what the returns are, makes it work. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, for sure. But I, I, I think this is one of those off seasons where it's like, we don't really know what you're doing right now. Hopefully you do. Uh, not super confident in that. But it also kind of feels like the Sharks are one of those franchises that rather than it feels like they have really bad asset management it's very bad asset management yeah and they've been that way for a while they i feel like they will squeeze the life out of a longtime player rather than do the responsible thing and trade that player away while their value is the highest and that's the position they're going in you know what i mean yeah they did it with joe thornton and then i believe they lost him for nothing but it's just it's sad but not the most unexpected thing. I think I think San Jose being good once they had you know Pavelski, Marlowe, Thornton that was more the outlier. But we'll see, we'll see. Hopefully they're able to get it right. But uh, I think it's going to be a long, long couple of years in San Jose. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But on to uh, brighter paths, the Seattle Kraken. Uh, they were I. The Seattle, they they make me nervous, you know what I mean, because they came out really good last year, and it didn't really make a whole lot of sense because we all unilaterally agreed that that was one of the worst expansion drafts we had seen. Yeah, and it's starting to yeah. work in a weird way. Getting Ely, getting Ely Tolvin in for free last year was a huge help, though. Too, you know, it also helped that he played. Like he was so much to. substantially better in Seattle than he ever did in Nashville. Yeah, uh, but they didn't really lose any major pieces. Probably the biggest piece loss was Daniel Sprong, which is a middle, a middle six scoring forward. Uh, they bring in Pierre Edmond Bellamar, Kaylor Yamamoto, and Brian Dumoulin. Uh, I think they're shoring up what's already one of the just weirdly most solid decors in the league. Yeah. And they're going to continue to rely upon the efforts of Jared McCann and, uh, oh, geez, the name's escaping me. The rookie last year. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Jeez. He went to, I'm pretty sure he went to Michigan. Oh, oh, uh, Matty Beneers. Beneers. Yeah. Uh, who jumped into the league like a rock star, just shot, took off, which I think was a little unexpected. I think 
we were expecting them to take two, three more years or for that team to take two, three more years before they put together a cohesive offensive and defensive attack. But yeah. it's here. They it, didn't do too much. I like it. In football, we talk a lot about culture, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like Seattle almost has one of these like football-like cultures in their locker room. Yeah. Like they play for each other. They play for the team. Um, it's one of those things that like something coming in and screwing up the culture. It could mm-hmm. be the same roster, but something screwing up that culture could bomb the team. Yeah. Or one person coming in and lifting that culture. Yeah. Largely the same roster can elevate the team. Uh, it really feel like just hearing the way like players talk about the team, like. Uh, everything you see on social media and reports and stuff, it really feels like a culture-based team. Uh, and I think they brought in some some decent pieces. Uh, I don't think they changed all that much, though, so I don't yeah. know that I can give them more than like a C-plus or a B-minus. I just, I'm not willing to call them what I saw last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, and I do think bringing in Brian Dumoulin is fantastic. I think that's a great locker room guy. I think that's a great, solid defensive player. And I think that's ultimately good because you were talking about culture. Establishing a good culture is probably one of the more important tasks of an expansion franchise. Um, I mean, look at Vegas, what we heard before they won the Cup last year. It, it kind of feels like them winning the Cup kind of saved the culture of that team. Yeah. But uh, before that, we were talking about players not wanting to sign there because the GMs treated it like it was a game of NHL. Like, But establishing a good culture early, super important. I think Dumoulin is going to go a long way in doing that. So what do you grade them? I give them a B. Uh, because I think I think it's a very cautious approach. Cautious? Cautious? Approach. Cautious. Cautious. My name is Sean Connery. I'm a very cautious man. I think it's I think it's a safer approach given the surprising amount of success they had last year. They call me Bond. Not wanting to overreact in the in a good way. You know James what I mean? Bond. Uh, so I give them a I give them a B. I think that's a good grade. Thank you. Where's I'm David? sticking to my C plus slash B minus. Where's David? I don't know. I, Sean Connery, have replaced him. Oh, Sean. Sean, welcome to the podcast. Who do you got to win the Stanley Cup this year? That's very simple. The Nashville Predators. Oh, I didn't realize you were such a hockey fan, specifically a a Preds fan. Andrew Burnett's going to be the best thing to happen to this franchise in a long time. Wow, that's aggressive. Even better than Roman Yossi? No. Well, then he can't be the best thing that ever happened to the franchise, can I said in a long time. You need to learn how to listen, boy. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, what do you What do you classify as a long time? When was Philip Forsberg drafted? Uh, I believe 2012. 11 years. Yeah. Years. Oh, uh, 10? What? Wait, no. You said he was drafted in 2012? I think so. It's 11 years. 11? This is 2023. Oh, Jesus. Like I said, Thomas is bad at math. I'm great at math. Years are different. You scared Sean Connery off. I scared Sean Connery off. Maybe maybe he saw <clears throat> his face he had, and he was like, Arr. Listen, I have a great Sean Connery. Don't. I wasn't saying anything about your accent. I was calling you ugly. Get it? 
You saw whose face he had, and then went, ah. Your face, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but uh, thank you, Mr. Connery, for spouting off some ridiculousness about the Preds having a chance to win the Cup this year. Bro, what would, what, what if some random dude, like Sean Connery, or like Matthew McConaughey, or Ryan Reynolds, just like found our podcast one day and just loves it? <laughs> what? How awesome would that be? That'd be pretty sweet. If you're out there and you have more than 100,000 followers on Instagram, give us some love. <laughs> That'd be so funny. That would be hilarious. But uh, not as hilarious as Vancouver's attempt to field a contending team. Vancouver. Uh, so they had a very boring offseason. They didn't have anything significant arrive. Uh, Ian Cole was their big addition, longtime third line defensive guy. Nothing really to sneeze at. However, it looks like we might be on the verge of some pieces leaving. Uh, already, some pieces that have left are Vitaly Kravstov, Ethan Bear, Travis Dermott, uh, Oliver Ekman Larson, which that one's probably for the best. But there's rumors flying about that Brock Besser. Uh, could be traded. They traded longtime captain Bo Horvat last season. Uh, and there's also some rumblings that Thatcher Demko could be traded, their star goalie. I am nervous about this team because this is my, like, team that I like. That's this is your Oakland Raiders. This is my Oakland Raiders. They just have yeah. so many good players. They're so the bad, roster. though. And they've been so bad But they for have so, long, so many good players. Except so it. many. It do, it hurts. It doesn't make sense. Except it. I refuse. I, I mean, if they trade one of the Vancouver Canucks are a bad hockey team, but if they trade Besser, I'm pro. Actually, you know what? Yeah, with Horvat gone, I think we're in for a rough, rough time. Uh, it was just really hard to sell on a team that consisted of Thatcher Demko and Nat Quinn Hughes on the back end. Brock Besser, Elias Pettersson, Niels Hoglander, and... Uh, okay, but you've been all over this that. team. You've been all over this team since the Sedin twins, dude. That's not true. Nah, pfft. My foot. That's not true. My left foot. True. That might be a little true. I loved Ryan Kessler when he was a Canuck. Don't look at me like that. Accept it. They suck. I know. Just like Chris needs to accept that the Cowboys suck. Chris just caught a stray, dude. Yeah. He was just minding so his own Turner. business. So did Turner. He was just minding his own business, driving to work or driving home from work, and he just caught a stray. <laughs> That's so rude and abrupt. <laughs> if he even listens to this podcast. I, I, he's going to... Listen, I know I called him a twerp, but come on now. No, 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 no. This episode specifically because oh. it's hockey again. Oh, yeah. He does hate hockey. Yeah. Well... Well, no, soon enough if he don't. But uh, for Vancouver, I give them sadness. That's my grade. Sadness. I don't want to give it a letter grade. D. It's pass, fail, and they failed. D. My heart. My heart. Uh, Finishing up, the last off-season summary of of the year. Are you ready? Can you guess who it is? Uh, if... I'll give you a hint. They're Stanley Cup champions. Um, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. 
They won Stanley Cups. I meant current. Oh, the Vegas Golden yes, Knights. Yes, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, a fun off season, I'd say, for Vegas. Obviously, winning the Cup, that goes a long way. Uh, and unfortunately, they were not immune to the uh, Cup disease where you win and then everyone picks apart your team. Uh, but they've had they had it a lot better than a lot of other teams had. The only big pieces that they lost were Phil Kessel, who remains unsigned, uh, and Riley Smith. Uh, losing Jonathan Quick and Laurent Bressois, obviously those are good pieces, but those were pieces that they had to bring in due to injury. So Riley Smith, losing him, that's tough. Uh, but they re-signed Ivan Barbashev. To a five by five deal, and I think that makes it all makes all the difference. They also re-signed Aiden Hill, Stanley Cup hero, two years, four point nine mil a year deal. I love both those contracts. Yeah, same. I think those are both great for the team, not so much for the player. I think Barbashev probably could have gotten more on a shorter term deal, but he has the security now. Uh, Aiden Hill, I love this deal for him. Because uh, usually you'll see, I was expecting like a one year 3.5 uh, to get two years 4.9. I know that doesn't seem like a huge difference, but we're talking about hockey here, not football or basketball. These differences are a big deal. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a good deal for Hill, and I think that's not a bad deal for Vegas. So even if it was just lightning in a bottle, it's a two year contract. 4.9 is going to hurt, but it, you, there's worse things. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it gives them time to figure out if they're going to go with Jeremy Thompson or Aiden Hill long-term in net. So I love that. I love I love what they did this offseason. And they also have a group, a trio of three rookies who they were hoping would crack the lineup. And Brendan Brisson, Pavel D, <laughs> and Lucas Cormier. <laughs> It's what Dora. was that Jordan's guy? Jordan guy's name again? No. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Pavel Dor- Dorofiev. Dorofiev. That's, That's good. Yeah, it's D O R O F E Y E V. Probably Dorofiev. What? Dorofiev. Do- say that again. Slower. Dorofiev. Can you- slower. Dorofiev. Dorofiev. Fiev. It ends with a V, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure we had that clear. But that was your NHL offseason summary. We haven't graded them. Oh. A. Yeah. 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 They kept the majority of their players. Yeah. They're going to contend for the Stanley Cup again. They're probably not going to win it, but they'll at least contend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's hard to repeat. Yeah. But, I mean, actually, is it, though? Because yes. think about it. The Penguins did it. Then the Lightning did it. It kind of made it seem like it's not that hard to do. It's still hard. Like, if you can get there, you can repeat. It's still hard to do. Oh. Listen, I don't know which division you're the most excited about. I don't know. If you're excited that we're finally done with this little bit. I think I am. <laughs> but, uh, listen, I don't know about you. But, uh, we're, we're just, just here so we don't, don't get fine. Fun.